This is a Got Faded Minute. Yo, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is uh, Johnny, and yo, welcome to yet another episode of a Got Faded Minute. Now, as you find folks know, Got Faded uh, Minute is separate from Got Faded Japan. This is the interview process, which basically we interview cool people doing interesting things in Japan. And today, I am very proud and honored to have the amazing Mr. <laughs> Eric Kelso. That's right. <laughs> I had to set you up a little bit, you know. <clears throat> All right, man. So um, this is amazing to have you here. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, John. And um, yeah, so basically, what do you do in Japan? What's your, your main purpose, your main thing? My main job in Japan is I am a voice actor and narrator. A voice actor and narrator. That's amazing. I'm so glad you're on Gut Faded Japan. Actually, I'm not. You probably make me sound really bad. <laughs> you're like, God, Johnny sounds like such an asshole compared to this guy. If we vote, can we get rid of Johnny? <laughs> no, I like your show. It's a good show. I've heard it before. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. You're one of the few people to say that. <laughs> you say they like it or say they heard it? <laughs> they say they heard it and they're like, you guys are sick fucks. <laughs> uh, well, speaking of sick fucks, here I go. Okay, so let's get started. So you've been living in Japan for a long time. How long have you been living here, man? Uh, about <laughs> 25 years. 25 years. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. And um, where, do you, where do you come from? California. California. Awesome. And in California, what were you doing before you came to Japan? <laughs> um, just student. You know, just I went to UCSB in Santa Barbara mm -hmm. and studied film and mm -hmm. just... You know, try to get through school and, and do as much surfing as possible and hang out and party and have fun. And, cool. And I studied film. And so I was interested in basically uh, movies and things like that. Awesome. At that time, were you more of like an actor or director or? No, I never wanted to be in front of the camera. <coughs> never liked it. I've always been kind of stage fright and kind of camera shy and don't really like a lot of people watching me and stuff. Mm. So um, I never wanted to be on stage. <coughs> But being in a sound booth is kind of fun because it's you know it's kind of private and nobody's really watching you. Well, I'm watching you now. <laughs> That's true. One person's okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. Okay, cool. And and is that what brought you to Japan, like Japanese movies or? Um, uh, basically, when I when I finished university, <clears throat> I wanted to make documentaries about different cultures hmm. around the world. But I'd never been out of California, you know, and maybe just you know sometimes drive down to Mexico to go surfing or something. But that was it. Yeah. And so I thought, well, you know, I'm 23. I got nothing to hold me back. I got nothing in my life. I'm completely free, mm -hmm. including like no money, nothing, no job, <laughs> nothing. <clears throat> and so I, um, I decided to sell everything I owned, had a big party at my apartment and put a coffee can on the table and said, take everything you want, just stick some money in there, don't ask me how much it is. And all my friends came. I ended up with about 600 bucks. Um, no, what did I end up with? Um, 800 bucks. That's better than six. Yeah. And, uh, five, <laughs> and I thought, I decided, well, I got to get out and see the world if I want to make movies about it, you know? 600 bucks would get you pretty far <laughs> in Mexico. <laughs> well, the thing was, is I had 800 and I could get a, I, I planned on going, spending 10 years and going around the world. 10 years? Wow, that's That was awesome. my plan. Um, uh, cause I thought it would take me 10 years to kind of <laughs> see the world and just kind of understand a little bit more about it and about myself and what I wanted to make films about and, and make connections, you know, to uh, go back and, and do, do research on some different things. Mm -hmm. 
And at the time, the yen was strong, and I knew I could teach English in Japan. It was 1986, and it was the bubble, and everybody's like, teach English in Japan, man. That was Before everybody else was doing it, it was kind of the cool thing still. Wow, it used to be cool. <laughs> it used to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> it used to be cool. And, and so I, uh, I, paid, I spent 500 bucks on an airplane ticket and had 300 bucks left over stuck in my pocket. Uh, I had one suit and a carry-on bag, and I just jumped on a plane to Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And didn't have a job or hotel reservation or nothing, but I had 300 bucks and I was free. So, wow. After 25 years, I'm still here. <laughs> awesome. So, basically, your first job was teaching English and stuff, and that's pretty right. much what everybody does. I mean, mm, I did it myself sure. too. Yeah. And, then, and then from there, how did you get involved in like, like acting and voice <laughs> acting and stuff? How did that, like, was it from a student or did you meet somebody at a bar? Or? Um, met somebody at a bar, <laughs> actually. Awesome. A, a buddy of mine, uh, Julian. Uh, he'd been doing it in Japan for a long, bef- at least you know, ten years before I was here. He's one of the old veterans, um, and uh, he's from Canada. And we used to hang out at the same bar in Yotsuya. And um, so one day, um, I you know bumped into him there. We were knocking back a few. I think we were the only foreigners in the bar. It's all Japanese. Really cool bar. And uh, he called his wife on the payphone, you know, before cell phones or anything. She was his manager. And she said, she just, you just got offered a TV commercial voiceover tomorrow. And, but you have this children's textbook you have to do. And so he's like, oh, fuck. You know, the, the TV commercial pays like a hundred times better than the, the children's textbook kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> and so um, he asked me, he said, dude, can you cover for me and do the children's book? It just, it's just two hours. Because I'm going to do this TV commercial. Mm. And I'm like, I don't know, can I? And he's like, yeah, you got a decent voice, you can do it. Just read it and be really ganky and, you know, just kind of be upbeat and be clear and mm-hmm. be okay. So I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm off tomorrow, I'll try. And I tried and I liked it and the pay was a lot better than teaching. And uh, the studio liked me and so he said, okay, I'll give you that gig because you helped me out. <clears throat> and so that was my first kind of regular job. I was there about once a month in the studio for a couple hours with them. And then the studio started promoting me and then I kind of started learning about the business and I got a couple of agents, you know. And made a, a demo cassette, no CDs at that time. What was it like an eight track cassette or like not eight track? Reel to reel. Hold on. Oh, dude. It was like on bamboo, you had little notches in it. Got a mouse running in it. <laughs> and then I just started uh, floating that around. And then I met other people doing it who were doing it. And there were only about a handful of us. There was about five of us doing it in the whole country pretty much at that time. And, um,. Just, and I was teaching, and just as the voice stuff started picking up, mm-hmm. then I started cutting out the other schools that I was teaching at. Yeah. And then the voice thing became my main thing about 20 years ago. Jesus, man, that's amazing. I mean, and uh, going online and checking out your portfolio, is it called a portfolio or is it called a uh, Profile. Profile, demo. My, my website, my uh, homepage, whatever. Yeah. Awesome. Checking that out, I mean, <coughs> shit, dude, you've, you've done everything. I mean, Jesus, I mean, you've done work for Sony, TDK, Suzuki, Toyota... Um, that's for like TV voiceovers, animation voiceovers, video games. Uh, you've done like like you've been in like an English uh, speech judge or some shit. Uh-huh, like for universities, Idol. kind of things. Yeah, really. I, I guess it wouldn't be American Idol. Like, <laughs> Your voice sucks. Your speech Idol. <laughs> <laughs> Like out of all these, like out of all these branches, which ones are you like your favorite? Like, I mean, which ones were you just like, oh my god, I can't believe I'm doing TV work. This is amazing. I mean, what's like that that branch that you're just like truly have passion for? <clears throat> um, pa- money would have to be TV commercials because you go in for an hour and you get a bunch of money and everybody knows your voice and it's wonderful for promotion. 
Because mm-hmm. you can go, oh, yeah, that's my voice. That's my TV commercial. People are like, whoa, I know your voice. You know? <laughs> and it actually takes like an hour or two to do. And, and, and they pay a bunch of money. And that's really nice. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it's, you know, it's, it's not that hard. It's not that challenging or interesting. Um, video games mm-hmm. would have to be the most fun. Video games have got to be amazing. I mean, you're like, so I just read this and I get paid. They're like, hi. And you're like, okay. Game over, bitch. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> now we pay you. <laughs> so you got to do, you know, it's more acting. So, you know, you have to get get into the character and things. You know, and then you have to be like, So you got to do like the voices like when you get your ass kicked. <clears throat> yeah, the scripts are really funny. Tell me about the scripts. What is like the craziest thing? Like, you kicked me in the balls and killed my future children. Now you must die. <laughs> yeah, you'd have to say things like that too. But even like the the, uh, the, the, the kind of grunts and throws and stuff. Because sometimes it'll say like, quick kick to the head. Strong quick kick to the head. I'm like, okay, a quick kick to the head. I've never been kicked in the head before, but let me think how that would feel, you know. And, uh, and there's all these small variations of like uh. getting beat up or hitting somebody or kicking somebody. <laughs> And so um, the, my favorite studio is Sega because it's a big studio and everybody's really mellow and cool. It's kind of like working for Apple in the States or something. You know, everybody's in like T-shirts and jeans. Uh-huh. And they got like plants and toys on their desk and stuff. Very nice. un-Japanese. And they're really mellow. Mm. And um, they got a beautiful, huge studio. <laughs> and so you get the, the, the video screen up there uh-huh. with the, the character like kicking and doing something. So you see the character kick and do shit as you're doing the voice. Sometimes. Sometimes they'll just have a list of like punch, kick, get hit kind of thing and Mm -hmm. just make the sounds. But sometimes you're actually doing it with it. And so it's really fun. Awesome. And and, and I've done like, oh my gosh, about 40 different games, I guess. Yeah, dude. You've done Tekken, Air Combat, Gundam, Gundam V, Gunfire, Blaze, Planet of the Apes, Gladicus, I mean, you've done shitloads of games. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, Tekken. Do you ever get recognized? Like you're walking Tekken's down the street. Tekken's a big one. A lot of people like Tekken around the world. Yeah. Like, I mean, you're walking down the street and you're like, you stub, you're drunk, you stub your toe, you're like, <laughs> oh fuck, oh. And someone's like, oh my god, you're the guy. From Tekken. You're like, oh. And then I have to beat yes, the shit I out of him afterwards. <laughs> I say, sorry, man, it's in my character. <laughs> Has you, have you ever been recognized by your voice? Uh, no, not yet. Not by my voice, but um. When people find out, they're like, so what do you do? And, you know, Because it's kind of the conversation that goes on a lot in Japan, right? Yeah. Say, so, hey, nice to meet you, man. Where are you from? So what do you do? You know, how long have you been in Japan? And then you run through that, and then you can start talking about, like, real stuff. But that's kind of the, you know, it's, it's kind of like the matter, how it goes, kind of in most conversations. Yeah, I, I just lie. <coughs> I, I say, I work for the Joe Rogan experience or something. I don't say got faded. I say got faded. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> And so I say, I do voiceover, I do voice work and stuff, and people go like, oh, what are you doing? I say, I like video games. And I'm like, which one? I'm like, yeah, I like Tekken. I'm like, Tekken, oh my God, I love Tekken. I fucking play that like 100 hours a day, all the time, every day. And so I'll do a couple of voices from Tekken or something, and they, they really dig it. And the funny thing is, I don't play video games at all. So I've never played my own games. There's like no console here at all. I mean, for an apartment, no. I mean, this is like really unusual for Japan. Yeah. I mean, in my part... I've never had a video game in my life. I never played them in arcades. I played my own game once. My first game I ever did was Uh uh, Virtual Fighter, and I was Jackie Bryant. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And Jackie's really like a young, kind of ganky guy, and a lot of people remember that game. And he's like, come on, who do you think you are? You can't beat me! (laughs) He's always like, come on! He's always like a really cocky-ass little race car driver shithead. Uh And so... 
that, that was my first big character I did. And so I went to like the video arcade and I put my 100 yen in and I played. And I could like, it was really loud. I could barely hear my voice, but I could hear my voice on a video game in the arcade in Japan. And I thought that was really cool shit. Nice. And that's the last time I ever played my video game. I just don't, I don't like video games. I've never, I, just gen different generation. When I was a kid, they had like Pong. Oh, you know? Like ping pong and stuff? <laughs> pong, the game Pong. Oh, Pong Pong. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, man. Like, I didn't want to date you, dude. Boop. And wow. then when, when I was in like, I was about 18, I think Pac-Man came out. Holy shit. So when you, when Pac-Man came out, that's when the movie War Games came out. <laughs> yeah, I remember War Games. Yeah, dude. That was fun. No, War Games is a great movie, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I, I never got into it because I was too old for, you know, video games. I wasn't like raised with it. Mm -hmm. So I just never played them. Wow, man. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You've probably saved yourself a lot of time. <laughs> I mean, a lot of... I, dude, I'm not even going to talk about how many hours I spent in front of, like, the TV fucking playing Grand Theft Auto. I mean, <laughs> dude, that game did it, But it, did it teach you to be a better car thief? No, not really. I mean... You still suck. I, yeah, I still suck. I still get caught. <laughs> oh, man, that's awesome. <coughs> so, okay, what about movies? You've mm. done, like, voiceovers for, like, movies. Like, I mean... Like, for example, it's like a, a Japanese movie, and then there's like a Western process. No, no, no. It's, no, it's not like that, because, you know, Western movies are really popular, and then they come uh -huh. to Japan, and sometimes they're dubbed over. Uh-huh. But the Japanese movies are not really that popular overseas. And if they, are, them, yeah. if they are, they just subtitle them. What about animation, like anime? Animation, I do. Um, I did. There, there's a popular um, series here called Doraemon. Oh, Doraemon. And I do an English version of that they use for like uh, teaching English and, and communication and things like that. And I was Doraemon! So I, I was that character. And then um, I, done, I did a little work for Mulan when mm -hmm. it came to Japan, the, Jap uh, the Disney film. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm Woody Woodpecker at, at, <laughs> at uh, Universal Studios Japan! Kinda. Wow, dude! So I'm, I'm Woody Woodpecker at Universal Studios Japan for all their stuff. Things nice. like that. That's fun. Animation's fun. Have you ever done a girl? No. You've never done a girl? No, Family? my voice is too deep to do a girl. But you could do like a manly girl. <laughs> a manly girl. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to teach you English. <laughs> what about a monster, a demon? Yeah, I get a lot of like monsters and demons because I do like a lot of like... <laughs> Dude, my nipples are getting so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think you are? Oh, dude, what about other Disney characters? Have you ever done Donald Duck? No, no. Can you do Donald Duck? I can no, do a pretty I can't. good Mickey Mouse. Like, oh, oh, oh. That's better than I could do. No, really? I can't. No. Oh, man, we should set something do, up. I'll do a Goofy. <laughs> dude, let's do a voice porno. Okay, I'm going to be Mickey Mouse. I'm coming to my house and shit, and I'm, I'm ordering, I'm delivering pizza, and you're Pluto, and, and fucking shit just hey, Goofy. Oh, oh, goofy, okay. <clears throat> so, okay, all right, that's this. All right, here we go. I think somebody's at the door. Let me go and check. <laughs> I've got your pizza. Ho, ho, ho. It's but, in my pants. But I didn't order pizza. You don't have to order. You just got a tip. Ho, ho, ho. I think I got a tip I can give you. Come on in. <laughs> okay, that's about as far as I go. Let's get a little homo, huh? That was fun. That was great. We're going to get so soon. Oh, man. I hope Sean doesn't hear this. We're fucked. Oh, man. We don't have any lawyers that listen to this show. Oh, shit. Sound, so we can't get in trouble. Awesome, man. 
So, all right, speaking of sex and stuff, have you ever done a porno? <laughs> speaking of sex and stuff. Yeah, let's, let's, just get, let's get full on. So, have you ever done a porno where they're like, um, yes, we need you to do like a Western grunting voice or something like that? No, but I do know a woman who actually was asked to do that, uh, one of the top narrators in Japan, can't say any names, but about 15, 20 years ago, I remember she told me <coughs> that um, she was asked to do this job uh -huh. where she had to go like, oh, oh, oh yeah, oh, oh, you're harder, like, like really get into Dude, it. you really could be a girl. And save all that stuff, and say all that shit. Uh-huh. Um... And it was just like these two, this one director and this one uh, uh, tech guy in the studio, actually, you know, in the studio. And they said it was for some program, and they weren't really clear, but they, you know, paid her a bunch of money, and she did it for like an hour in the studio. And, and I was thinking they probably just kept it for their own pr personal use or something. They probably just liked her, because she was, she's pretty hot. Wait, wait, <laughs> so, she's a Western girl that's really She's hot. a Westerner, she's really hot, and they asked her to do that job. And uh, she said, yeah, okay, and she did it. Damn, dude, that's amazing. I've never done it, but she did, yeah. Oh, I would totally do that. Like, oh, yeah. But it'd be oh, fun. Like, waka, waka, chiki, chiki, waka, waka. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, you got to do the music, too. Like, That'd be fun. I've got your pants on. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's not my mouth. Wrong hole, bitch. Ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, that's great. Have you ever, like, okay, all right, after you're banging a girl and stuff, and you're, like, she knows that you're, like, a voice actor, have you ever been, like... <laughs> Game over. You've been slain. You've been slain. <laughs> Have you ever done that? I mean, you totally no. could. She's like, she goes, oh, I love it when you do the, the tacky voice. Oh, Game God. over. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, dude, have you ever picked up a, a girl using your voice? Like, like I mean, because there's a lot of girls here that love <clears throat> video games, you know? I mean, so if you're like, I'm the Tekken guy, or if you're like, uh, you know, Gundam, I'm this guy, or I've done this and this and this, and Woody Woodpecker, and the girl's like, ah. Oh. Woody Woodpecker gets me so hot. You're just like, oh, I can do Woody Backpecker. Because he's got a woodpecker. Yeah, right? Um, it's a popular job to have. Because, <clears throat> you know, I, I still teach English as well. Mm. And it's like 90% of us, you know, dumb, gaijin, white dudes in Japan, we just we hey, teach we're English. we're not all white. No, or, or <laughs> just like the, the Western dudes or the non-Japanese dudes. Um, yeah, because, you know, everybody teaches English. Yeah. So that and which is a great job, and I still do it. I'm proud to do it. I love it. I think it's an important job, and teaching is a great fucking profession. I love it, respect it. Um, but um, it's a little different kind of job, so people kind of go, er, "What's that?" You know. Mm. And so I say I'm like a voice actor, narrator, and they're like, "What? I don't understand. What do you do?" And I say, "Well, I do like TV commercials and video games and animation and and educational stuff and radio and TV and stuff." And they're like, "Oh, really? Like what?" And I give them like a sample of like a recent TV commercial that's on air or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they go, "Hey, I know that. I know that." So it definitely does. Wow. Kind of, you stand out more in a in a in a girl's mind. You know, if you meet them for the first time, you're kind of unique in a way. Well, so that's that's a kind of unique. that's a kind of foot in the door to yeah. get, you know having a relationship. Oh, totally, totally. I mean, that's definitely, I mean, a, a starter, you know? Mm. Damn. And a finisher. Game <laughs> over, bitch. We broke up. <laughs> and I'm breaking your hearts. <laughs> you lose. <laughs> oh, dude, that's amazing. So, so now that the job is more, it's more saturated, like what, you've got people coming in mm. doing like, like, I, like, let's say somebody comes in, he's like, yeah, how's it going? I can do uh, British accents, Scottish accents, Indian accents, South American accents, and... 
And so he's that guy. You know, he comes in, he's right. like, hey, that's it. <clears throat> but there aren't really accents. A lot of people think voice actors do accents. We don't do accents. What do you do? If they His need a British guy, they use a British guy. Ah, so you're the British guy or you're the American guy? Or... I, well, I do American voices, which is the most predominant, which is good for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have to do like little kids sometimes. I have to do very old men. Or I have to do the good guy. Or I have to do the bad guy. You know, mm. characters. Characters. But not accents. Because if they need an English dude or an Australian dude or mm. something like that, Indian dude, they got them. They can just use the real thing. Mm. And I think that's better. I wouldn't want to... I feel kind of almost like guilty, like I'm stereotyping something if I try to do an accent like, when uh, another guy can just do the real thing. They're like, dude, you have to be Amish in this one. Amish? God <laughs> damn it. That's going to be a tough one. <laughs> you have to be a gay Amish basketball player. Go! Dude, that is awesome. That's going to be my next sitcom. Let me write that down. <coughs> wow, man. And so... Right I, got, I got asked to be... A, one of the funniest things was they wanted an accent, right? Yeah. And I go into the job, and I'm doing the job, <clears throat> and they say, all right, we want you to talk like a basketball player. Which is like another term for and, black, and, right? I didn't really realize that at the time. Uh-huh. And I'm like, well, because you get, you know, I've been doing this job for so long. Yeah. That I, that they've, I've had to do, like, okay, we want you to speak like a pancake. I've mm-hmm. actually, people say shit like that, you know. I'm pancake, like, okay, yeah. a pancake, what would a pancake sound like? Mm-hmm. And um, so I get that a lot. Weird stuff. So, like a basketball player. I'm like, okay, is this like a sporty guy, or is he like out of breath, or is he really like positive, or you and know, like, like we want you to say <laughs> this word. And you're like, oh, I don't really say the N word. Um, <laughs> and, I'll, I'll and say so, motherfucker, but geez, I stay away from the N word. <laughs> right, right, right. And so then they couldn't really explain it to me. They go, well, you know, like a, like a DJ, like like a rap singer. You're like, okay, and I'm like, oh, you have black. I said, you're, you're going for black, right? Is that what you want me to be, is black? And they're like, well, yeah, but we didn't want it. Kind of, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't really feel comfortable doing that, but I know a black dude who does narration, and he's a really good guy, and he's good at his job and everything, and he'll, he'll do it for you. I mean, you know, you get the real thing there. You know, I don't and feel... And they're like, no, but we want and you. And they will kind of give it to me a little bit. So I, I kind of... I tried a little bit, but I'm saying I'm going to do it fucking straight for you. I don't feel comfortable doing this. But uh-huh. other times, yeah. when it's like... If it's Mexican, you're, no problem. Well, it's <laughs> funny how you draw the line on shit, right? <laughs> because I have, I've had to do like a New York taxi driver mm. before. And it's like, oh, yeah, hey, lady, where to? Uh, Brooklyn Bridge, yeah, no problem. I'll get you then five. Mm-hmm. You know, and you don't mind sounding like a stereotypical kind of New York taxi driver cartoon. Who doesn't? But, you know, or you have to do like a, a, a hair salon or a hairstylist or something like that. And you don't want to go full camp gay on it. But yeah. you, you do kind of like, Sweetheart. you do kind of make it a little bit nicer. Uh-huh. You say, oh, you look wonderful. Come on in and have a seat. Mm-hmm. You know, but you don't want to go too far because then it's rude. And but it's you can offensive. go, yeah, and it's offensive. And you don't want to like, feed that stereotype. And, but you do want to give it a little bit of that nuance, mm. but you don't want to do too much. So you, know? you can't go, like, full retard. <laughs> I don't right. have to. I'm already halfway there, so I'm just going uh, you know. my voice. <laughs> but, yeah, so it's funny. You do, like, you hit certain kind of characters, uh-huh. but you kind of draw the line at certain points. Damn, okay, I can see that. 
Man, that's insane. What are some other crazy situations you got into? Like maybe inside like the, the studio or outside the studio or... <clears throat> I can't really think about it. Some jobs are just really like demanding and some jobs are just cakewalks. You know, some have been so slow that it's just like, A, apple, B, banana, C, carrot. You know, and it's just like, okay, and we want you to do like 1,200 of those. No shit. <laughs> and so, and then I, I have actually like fallen asleep while reading. Really? But other ones, you know, like uh, uh, one one cool it. show we did a few years ago was that's pretty popular, like internationally, is the uh, Iron Chef cooking show. Oh shit! Yeah, and that was about ten, fifteen years ago. We recorded that, and it's mm-hmm. originally a Japanese show, mm-hmm. but we dubbed it all over in English, and we had all the top people because right now, even though there are more people doing my job. Now than there were 20 years ago, mm-hmm. there are still only 10 men and 10 women doing everything. Yeah. Basically. So there's only like 20 people <laughs> in the whole industry. Basically. 21 if you can get me in. <laughs> <laughs> but for, for the Western, for the English-speaking mm-hmm. narrators, you know, there's other people who have done it like a few times a year or something. Yeah. But for people who that is their full-time job, mm-hmm. there's like 10 guys and 10 gals doing it for the whole country. Wow. And we all know each other. I, I never walk into a... If I walk into a studio and there's another person, we're doing it together or something that like that? That fucking guy! <laughs> What's he doing here? I haven't seen a new person in years and years. In the last 20 years, I've seen like three new people. You wow. Know? Everybody is the same people. We all just live here and do it all. Is it hard to get in? Or is it just like... The, the, it's hard to get in. It's like all the work is being taken care of and... We, you don't, we don't want new people. <laughs> right. Don't look at me like that, man. Put the knife down. Dude, we don't want new people. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, but the Iron Chef show was fun because it was, such a, it was such a live type of thing and everybody was talking over everybody on the, on the real show. Mm-hmm. You know, because you have the judges who are talking and then the, spec- and the announcers who are talking, the chefs, yeah. and everybody's co- doing commentary and stuff. And so we'd have like six people around like four mics in this small studio. And we were having to, you know, come in on each other. And, and all of our scripts have been changed from the original because we wanted to change it a little bit to match the lip flap better or to match the timing better or something. They gave us kind of a rough translation wow and so we don't know what each other is doing uh-huh but we got to come in there and we got to match the lips I'm like flapping perfectly off my spatula yeah and we got to match it perfectly nice. and if somebody fucks up we got to go back to a place where there was no sound at all and then punch in and you got to go back a long way for there's no sound oh. so it was like six of us but we got all the top people doing it and it was like it was like high speed volleyball Damn, dude, yeah. that sounds like fun. And it, it was like so fun because everybody just slamming on everybody. Bum, 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 bum. And we got to stay in character. And it was just oh. like an adrenaline rush. So that was really challenging. And the quarterback is toast. Oh, man, that's awesome. That's great. Sweet. Jeez, we're going through these questions so fast. Let's just chit-chat. Okay. So, all right, you've been in Japan for a long time. And so let's talk about Japan, how it's changed. Let's talk about how Tokyo has <coughs> changed. So when you came here in like what? Was it the late 80s or? I hate 86. 86. When you came here in 86, how are things changed from then to now? Like, I mean, you were there at the kind of like the peak of the bubble. There weren't that many foreigners here. Like now, I mean, everywhere I go, and took, then again, I kind of live in like areas where there's a lot of foreigners. Mm-hmm. So for me and stuff, I, I, see, I see dudes all the time and stuff, you know? So, mm-hmm. but back then it was, it was very different, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I felt like a foreigner then. I don't feel like a foreigner now. Mm-hmm. And I, I think part of it is just I've gotten used to it. And part of it, there are less stairs and things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. I mean, there were times when people wouldn't sit next to me on the train or... Or I, I, you know, I went to a place and I, they say, oh, I'm sorry, we don't speak English. And I'm like, that's okay, I speak Japanese. And I would speak to them in Japanese. And they're like, no, I'm sorry, I don't speak English. I'm like, this is Japanese, I'm speaking to you right now. And they're like, no, I'm sorry, we don't speak English. I'm like, dude, do you speak Japanese? Because I'm speaking to you in Japanese. I do that to my friends all the time. And, uh, but they just didn't like foreigners. But you don't get that really anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, you know, the, the two little cases of discrimination I'm speaking of were far outweighed by incredible waves of adulation that I didn't deserve. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, you have blue eyes. You have blonde hair. You're from America. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, you speak, you're amazing. You're so cool. And everybody just wants to be your friend and the chicks love you and the guys want to be your buddy and, and you're getting all these jobs and everybody, and, and I'm just like, dude, I'm just a fucking guy. I'm not special. Please. That's worse than the, you know, at least. So this is before the Tekken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, actually. But I mean, even through that, um, just there were so few foreigners mm-hmm. in Japan at the time that it was still like a, a novelty for people. So you got all that attention. Instead of attention, you know, one one hundredth on, on, on 100 people, mm-hmm. I got the entire thing on just one, you know, wow. kind of thing. So there, there's just many, there are fewer gaijin, fewer foreigners. So it was, you felt uncomfortable almost in a way. Now mm. it's much more comfortable mm. in that way. Um, and I think that's the biggest change for me personally that I would notice in Tokyo. That um, I don't feel like a foreigner anymore. I'm just, this is my town. This is, I pay taxes. I work. I buy the same thing. I eat the same stuff. I mm. go to the same places. You know, it's just my town. Awesome. Well, the part of town you're in right now is an awesome part of town. Oh, honestly, guy is beautiful, man. I've been, I lived in Yotsuya and uh, Ogikubo when I was married for about five years. And that's just one one over. Um, and then after I got divorced, I moved to Asagaya because they, they have my favorite uh, kind of uh, gaijin bar here, which is no longer here. But another one opened up here, so that's really cool. The oh, one I that I met you about, at, the yeah. one that we go to, <laughs> which is a fucking great bar, Gumso. I don't work there so much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's a long story. <laughs> yeah, he used to. this dude used to be the best bartender. Well, he I was, make your was, drink so fucking you, strong. Dude, you make my drink so fucking strong. That's half the reason you're a good bartender. The other half is you always got this big fucking shit-eating grin on your face. Because I'm drunk. <laughs> but you're always positive. You're always cheerful. You always got this great fucking spirit to you. And everybody just goes like, oh, man, this is cool. I love coming in here. Johnny's working tonight. Oh, because um, there's just such a positive vibe. You always got a smile. You always got something fun to say. And, you uh, obviously don't see me in the morning. It was cool, dude. I've been drinking until you. I've been drinking with you all night through the morning, through the next afternoon at oh, times. Oh God, like so I Christmas. Do know you. Oh, dude, <laughs> not this year's Christmas, but la- was that last year's Christmas? It was last year's Christmas. Like we drank like, for like. Did we party for like thirty six hours? Probably. Yeah, I think it was all through the next day, into the next night, and then through the next morning. Because I remember, I remember walking back into Gamusa that evening, the evening after the previous evening, and like just just making words was difficult. I was like, uh, no one's here sitting, and I was talking like fucking Yoda. <laughs> oh man, that's great. Oh, like anyway, I, I really appreciate like uh, the plug and stuff. But this show isn't about me; it's totally about you. Oh, so. I know, but just. For you listeners out there, if you don't know Johnny that well, oh, they know him. I mean, you, you know, you know him, you hear him, but I know the guy. He's a very cool guy. I, I, I appreciate it, man. I totally appreciate it. 
Awesome, dude. Well, I, I think that's it. I think that's all my questions. Is there anything? Oh, yeah, yeah. One thing I want to talk about. Okay. So you were an English speech judge, right? Uh -huh. Now, when, when I saw that on your resume, the first <coughs> thing that popped in my mind was Ghostbusters. When Bill Murray was there and he's analyzing like the psychic guy and the, the really hot girl at the beginning <laughs> of the movie. And like the guy's like totally psychic. And you know, like, Bill Murray pulls up the card. He goes, what is it? And the guy goes, it's a couple of squeaky lines. And the guy's like, he's like, no. And he like electrocutes the guy and the girl's like, she's like, is it a star? Now, obviously, it wasn't a star, but he's like, it's yes, a star. Yes, it was a star. <laughs> Dude, did you do that? I totally you're, would. I oh, totally you're totally would. tempted to. But uh, no, because they won't ask you back the next year. <laughs> oh, dude. How was that, being an English speech judge? I mean, because, I mean, how could they say you're wrong, you know? It's, it's interesting because sometimes there are other, like, native speakers, and sometimes I'm the only native speakers, and uh -huh. these are, like, the three or four top um, university English speech contests in Japan, <laughs> the, the all-Japan intercollegiate top fucking thing. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm doing like three or four of them right now. Um, and so every year. And so it's fun. It's, it's you know, I actually had to, uh, you know, you have to put on a suit. Uh -huh. And you got to, you know. Look the part. You got to shave and put on a suit and, and look respectable and everything. And, um, you know, you got to walk a little straighter and talk a little straighter. And so everything's kind of cool. And it's fun. It's, uh, they're nice people. Um, they're, uh it's the the energy that the kids have the university students have is just amazing because either they are memorizing a speech if they're much younger and trying to bring it to life mm. or if they're in university they are um writing it themselves <clears throat> and trying to express their passion their 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 soapbox statement you know, I mean, they're standing in public and shouting out. And I always tell them that when we do workshops and I give them advice and stuff. I said, you know, speeches, um, the reason people give speeches, it's not just something you're telling your friend or something you feel passionately about. It's something you want to stand up on a fucking box in the middle of a town square and shout out like, hear ye, hear ye, kind of shit, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a passionate message that you have to tell the masses. Mm. And um, so I always try to tell them that, you know, say it with... Say it with heart, say it with passion, and, and make sure what you're saying is not bullshit, you know, because if you're getting really passionate about how your cat is so cute, you know, I don't fucking care. But if it's something that's, <laughs> if it's something that's relevant, mm -hmm. you know, that, that, that everybody can kind of jump on board with and go like, yeah, that's a good point. Unless and what are you going to do about it? Fucking A, I'm glad that you spoke there. I'm glad I listened to you give this speech. I come out with something. It wasn't just your experience to try your English. Mm -hmm. It was actually, yeah, I got something from your speech. Hmm. And that's a big part of my judging as well, not cool. just the pronunciation and the grammar. Awesome. So you're like, okay, you're awesome. You get an A. You suck your dick. You get a D. Oh, man, I'd be such a bad judge. <laughs> <laughs> and if they're hot, you kind of want to give them some extra points, too. Oh, dude, I'd be such a shitty judge. I, well, my mind, I'd be awesome. I'm like, okay, you get an A. Hello. I'm staying in a, in a room 747 there, yeah. Oh, God. Well, before I was married, probably. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, dude, thank you so much for being on the show. Oh, dude. man, a lot of fun. Thank you, buddy. Fucking A, dude. All yeah. right. Folks, definitely, uh, in the next week, we'll have Godfit in Japan with me and Shank. We'll be reading through the news. And uh, thank you for checking in, and we'll see you next time. All right, folks, peace. Yo, what's up, folks? There's a couple of things we love here at Gafita Japan, and, well, as you know, it's booze and news. But one thing we also love is art. We love art at Gafita Japan. 
And in fact, you should love art too. So come on down to thespillthink.com, thespillthink.com. We have all your artistic needs. We've got paintings for sale, t-shirts for sale. Hells yeah, we even have a book. Come on down and check out the book. We've got videos. If you'd like to see a couple of videos on how the art is made, check it out too. And also, thespillthink.com can also be used for commission. If you have something in mind that you want to be made, come on down to thespillthink.com and have it made for you. Spilting.com, making art, producing art for all your artistic needs. Spilting.com. Am I going to say it again? Fuck yeah, I'll say it again. Spilting.com. I'll even spell it. T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Spilting.com. It's a good song, isn't it? There's a new app in town titled Main Pursuit. Main Pursuit is a new app slash website that helps people have amazing adventures and vacations. So how it works is this. People have already experienced amazing adventures and vacations have been going to Main Pursuit and uploading photos and writing about like adventures that they've been having so that you, the public, can experience the same thing. No more going to New York and just seeing the Statue of Liberty. No, 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 no. Now you'll be able to find the best cafes, best restaurants, best spas, best nightclubs in town. And you know what? It's not going to be anything that's going to be in like some kind of like a little tourist brochure or tourist book or something like that. No, 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 no. This is where you get the real deal from real people. So come on down to MainPursuit.com. And for a limited time, if you go to MainPursuit.com slash Japan, you might have the chance to win a free iPad. That's right, a free iPad. So go down to MainPursuit.com slash Japan, and you can win yourself a free iPad. Any strings attached? Not that I see. I'm like Pinocchio. I ain't got no strings. And neither does Main Pursuit. So come on down to MainPursuit.com slash Japan and check it out and win yourself a free iPad. Check it. <laughs> 